1: she's a fashion blogger model and entrepreneur she's amazing the latest tips on fashion beauty wellness travel and her lifestyle and now here's the founder and creator of not basic blonde olasha
0: loves. Welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. Today I have a very interesting guest and we will be discussing how to build an empire with an idea. My guest today is Zibi Owens and Zibi is a podcaster, regular contributor to Good Morning America, media personality, CEO, and mother of four. Zibi founded Zibi Media, which includes Zibi Books, a publishing home for fiction and memoir, ZB Mag, a literature lifestyle destination, and ZB Audio, a podcast network, which includes her own award-winning daily show, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. She has edited two anthologies, written a children's book, Princess Charming, and released a memoir, Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature. Bookends was featured on Good Morning America, CNN, Eyewitness News with Sandy Canyon, Good Day LA, Good Day Dallas, Good Day DC, Miami NBC, and so many other famous major media outlets. So today, Zibi and I will be discussing how to build an empire with an idea and how to reinvent yourself, the best advice for women, and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Zibi. I'm so glad to have you on my podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being my guest. And you've been such an incredible author, and you have so many great accomplishments We would love to learn more about you. So would you please tell our listeners about yourself, your career? How did you become an
2: author? Sure. Well, I have a bunch of different careers at the moment, but everything circles around books or centers around books, I should say. I am an author, uh, but it all has started because of my podcast. Well, I've been a writer my whole life since I could write and read. I've always loved books. I started a podcast in 2018 called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. And I started out by interviewing one author a week. And then I now, starting when the pandemic hit, I've been interviewing authors seven days a week. So I have a 365 day a year show where every single day I have a new author on and I discuss their books, which is a dream come true for a book lover like me. After interviewing all these thousands, like, a thousand plus authors. I've learned so much about the industry, the publishing industry, everything about authors. I've had my own books come out at the same time. I launched two anthologies called Moms Don't Have Time To, a quarantine anthology, and Moms Don't Have Time To Have Kids. I launched both of those during the 2021 with essays by authors who had been on my podcast. I had a children's book come out uh, called Princess Charming from Penguin Kids. And I along the way, have learned so much about the publishing industry that I started my own publishing company called Zivi Books. And we have books coming out starting next year in 2023. And we also have Zivi Mag, which is now live and is a literary lifestyle destination with essays, lit lifestyle features, classes, community, and so much more. And I also launched my own memoir, which is called Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature. And that is All of my own life's many plot twists and a real coming of age story of how I found my voice again. So those are some of the things. I also have a podcast network called Zcast, uh, where I've launched other shows. And I have four kids myself, so it's it's very busy. How do you keep up with all this? It's a lot of work. (laughs) It's a lot of work, but I have an amazing team. We have a 15-person team and everyone is A+. It's really awesome and it's taken a little while to get here, but uh, things are running just incredibly smoothly and allowing us to keep expanding.
0: I love it. And I also received your book. I was so excited to read it. And would you please tell us more about bookends and... What was your inspiration behind it? I know you said you had your little own stories behind it, but what was the main point? Like what inspired you to write it?
2: Well, I've been trying to write a version of this memoir since 2003. Um, And we're talking now in mid-September. And it's very timely because the, the centerpiece of that was really... When I lost my best friend and former roommate on 9-11, I was 25 years old, as was she, and she worked in the North Tower and worked on the floor where the first plane hit. So we believe she was killed instantly, but I guess we'll never know. That completely changed my life. We had lived together all of college. She was my very best friend. We had lived together after college, and I had just left New York two weeks prior to go to business school in Boston. So losing her in such a sudden way with no sense of closure and all of that just changed my life forever changed my view of the world my view on mortality i went on to lose several other people in very tragic ways and just kept um getting knocked down and trying to get back up again um i should have put that quote at the beginning of my book i get knocked down but i get up again i think I well anyway um by chumba wumba uh anyway it's been a lot and uh because of that I went into, you know, a pretty deep, dark place and uh, books kept me going and got me out of all of that and through that as they have through everything. Um, I then became a mom and that was also an identity crisis of sorts because I was used to, you know, sort of excelling in school and always working hard. And then I was just a stay at home mom, not just, but then I in my head, I was like, OK, well, I'm going to do this perfectly. So I did that for a while. I stayed home for 11 years, and uh, and then I ended up getting divorced, getting back into writing and reading and remembering who I was, and um, ended up in this love affair, which I write about in bookends, which is very juicy, um, with the man who was my tennis pro. Um, And now he's a movie producer with a movie coming out soon called Wildflower and is wonderful. And now I've started this whole business and he has Morning Moon Productions. And this union of ours has been just so creatively just explosive. And it's been wonderful. And um, I've now done all these amazing things. And it's been such a crazy wild ride. So I write all about Everything from when I started as a very shy young girl and, you know, needing to really drink to be able to speak in social settings to where I am now, which is only obviously a a midpoint, but at least an inflection point in my own life. So that's really what the book covers.
0: I love how it turned out for you, but also I'm so sorry for your loss. And it's really devastating to lose a friend, especially best friend, and such a tragedy. Because I remember at that time when it happened, 9-11, I was back in Ukraine. And I remember I got home from school and it was so crazy because for a whole week we had nothing on on TV. It was just a burning candle and it was the whole week. Everyone was kind of still devastated about this event and even like worldwide everyone was so sad and and really mourning about it
2: well my gosh the things what's going on in ukraine now is just unbelievably awful um but i'm so rooting for the ukrainians so you know terrible Yeah I had to bring my
0: family here because they survived the war and my grandma's house split in half and inside of her apartment so she was able to survive by a huge miracle and then I had to go to Germany for months and had to wait for their interviews to be visa interviews
2: and I had to bring them here after but they're here now with me so. Oh my gosh I'm that's I'm so sorry. It's really unthinkable, everything that's going on. But I'm so glad they're okay.
0: Thank you. And talking about your Zibi audience media, what do you guys mainly do? And
2: how did you decide to start it? It's really evolved over time. And it's now becoming this lifestyle brand called Zibi, essentially. So we're doing Zibi Books, Zibby Zibi Magazine. Zibi classes, and it's a little embarrassing to have everything centered on my name, but um, as I am not a self-centered type person in the slightest, but I am using it as a brand. And if you want to be connected with authors and bring, I want to try to bring back the glamour of the publishing world and make authors into the rock stars, I believe they are. So that's the impetus for, for everything under Zibi Owens Media, which I think we're going to transition just to being the Zibby brand, but I'm figuring all that out. Um, and it does include publishing and magazine It includes a podcast network, uh, classes, events. We're going to start retreats next year. So it's fun. I'm having a blast. Well, that sounds very exciting. And
0: for someone, since you're very, very experienced in this field, for someone who wants to write a book, where the, they should start and does it make sense to do self-publishing and just publish it on Amazon, or it makes more sense to go through a publisher?
2: Uh, that's a great question. It depends on the book. It depends on the author and it depends what you want to get out of it. I self-published a book a while back, uh, which I really wanted just to be a gift to a close friend who was having twins. It was all about surviving having twins. So I self-published that and I got to see what that was like, um, which was great. It was immediate. You get it in your hands right away, which is wonderful. So if you have an audience you can market to yourself or the goal is for a small distribution or you have such a big network that you don't need a publisher or a distribution network at all, um, you can do it. I think uh, publishers obviously bring a lot to the table, and not only do they help with distribution into all the bookstores across the country and help with online marketing and help with publicity and, and all of that, but of course it adds a sense of, like a stamp of approval, if you will, that someone has already took taken a look at it and decided it was good enough to publish. So that alone I think is really worthwhile. Um, but you can certainly make a lot more money (laughs) a lot more money self-publishing if you have the marketing skills to get it out there um a lot of getting books to be successful is about the marketing and the publicity and the ability to to break through the clutter i mean the real issue is there are just too many books and not enough readers. And even the readers are having less and less time reading or spending less and less time reading. So uh, there's no lack of content. There's so much wonderful content, so many amazing books and it's very hard to get traction and it's a shame, but uh, I can't seem to find the solution to this because people will continue to keep writing amazing books. And I want that. Um, and I think part of it is is that authors have to come to terms with the fact that if no matter how many readers they get, that's a great thing. And what they need to do is somehow retain those readers, connect with them and make them into fans. And I think that is like the secret sauce, but I I don't have the answer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love it. And also I know you said you went through different stages in your life and you kind of lost yourself and then you found yourself again. What would be advice for women who feel kind of lost
2: and how they can find themselves again? Really yes. Themselves? Well, I hope Um, I really did feel a bit adrift, not a bit. I felt adrift. I felt off course. I felt I was questioning everything. I didn't know what I was supposed to do with myself. And I thought I was just watching all these friends of mine be so successful and thinking like, okay, well, I just like, I'm not going to have that kind of life, I guess, and whatever. But the most important thing is like, today is as good a day as any, to totally change that narrative. There is never a too late, ever. It could be today. But the first part, the first, so the first thing is mindset. It's never too late. And just say that to yourself a thousand times and mean it, because it's true. We only get one life to live and it would be a real shame to forego all the doors that might open as a result of your passion By thinking you're too old or you're too out of the loop or whatever so just toss that whole narrative in the garbage it's worthless and it's not even true the second is to figure out what it is you love doing and i know that sounds ridiculous and people used to say yeah yeah find what you love and i'm like that's crazy but they really mean that um or i really mean that it doesn't have to be what's traditionally a job you don't have to get back into the corporate environment if that's where you started. You don't have to sit at at a cubicle to be successful. In fact, that might derail your success if what you really are is an artist or or you love something. I have a family friend who actually a stepmother of sorts. Actually, I guess she's my mother-in-law. Anyway, She's now, I guess, my stepmother in law. It doesn't matter. Anyway, she's wonderful at calligraphy and making beautiful packages and all this stuff. And she was wondering what to do. It turns out now she's doing something else. But I'm like, that is amazing. It's a gift. She's like, well, this is not a job. And I'm like, but it could be a job. You have a a knack. It's like hospitality. It's this or that. So all these little things. This friend of my husband's was like, "All I really want to do is is play frisbee," and I'm like, "We'll figure out how to do that." And now you know what? He's working with a company that makes frisbees. It's amazing. So you have to figure out not what you like in terms of the things that you do for work or that you think are work, but if you had a free day, what would you do? And it should be something you do on that free day. If it's reading, for me, it's reading. I read all the time. I never thought. I mean, I knew obviously that the publishing world existed, but. I don't know I didn't think that I could get into that late in the game Um, so I created my own thing and if you're interested in getting into the writing world or writing anyone can write you just open up a document you pick up a pen you're you're writing Um, you can take classes you can meet other people who are interested in writing Um, you can start going to festivals and conferences and just getting involved uh, will help um but even for other jobs like it it might not be a job at first be patient with yourself but you know what you weren't doing anything anyway so you might as well just do it so go online start your own website it's really easy to make a square square space website i should really get them as a sponsor because i talk about them all the time but it's really easy to start a website There was a girl I'd pick up yesterday and she's always so well-dressed. And I was like, you should just be a stylist because I want you to come to my house and just like buy me some clothes (laughs) because I love everything you buy. Um, And she's like, well, how would I even do that? And I'm like, I could help you. You can make a website, find somebody who has like an audience of women and I'll post about it. I'll give you – so I think opportunities are out there, but they're definitely not out there if you've shut yourself off to them. You know, it's like nothing's gonna fly in the window if the window is closed. If you just crack the window open, you'll you'll get more things coming in. And if you throw that window up to the sky and you know, throw your hands out and say, like, I'm welcome to ideas, just wait. There will be when you are looking for them, things come. And it might not be lucrative at first, but if you are doing what you love and you keep doing it and building and building, something good is gonna come of it.
0: Yeah, I love it. It's so true. Like we have to be open to opportunities open-minded to accept whatever can come our way and not limit ourselves on just something we think we can only do certain things exactly
2: what are your current top five books that everyone should read oh my goodness top five books okay mine bookends memoir of love lost and literature uh Nora goes off script by Annabelle Moynihan the paper palace by Miranda Cowley Heller Um, What are some other of my favorites that I always recommend? Um, I really loved Inheritance by Danny Shapiro, American Dirt, Janine Cummins.
0: Oh, these are great recommendations, I love it. I should read some of them too.
2: How are you able to rate and categorize so many books? What's your secret? Well, I'm not trying to do anything other than figure out what I like. And my whole podcast and everything is actually the books that appeal to me. (laughs) So <laughs> I'm not trying to figure out what's good to everyone. I'm doing the things that like, would I walk into a bookstore and want to read this? Would I pick it up and want to read more? Is there something I'm really interested about in the uh, with the author? And if those are all yeses, then I'll at least get a copy of the book to look through. I don't claim to have any secret recipe. Um, I do have a sense of what I like. and. I'm also open to things that I haven't read before that sound really original or interesting to me. So, and I have so many authors who I love. I could just read, I could just wait the rest of my life and read new books by authors I already love. But of course, I love discovering authors too. So um, I don't really have a system other than being open um, to learning more about a lot of different books.
0: I love it. And also... What helped you to build such an incredible brand and business? Did you have any business background or what was the main?
2: I do have a business background. I used to work in marketing, advertising, branding um, for several years. I went to Harvard Business School, which I'm not sure. I mean, which that helped theoretically. Um, I've always loved brands. All the jobs I've had have prepared me in all these different ways, from working at an internet startup and helping launch brands and working with those logos all the time, to a branding firm and the design background that I learned there right out of college, to uh, launching the Vera Wang fragrance with Thielever. Um, I've just had all these interesting experiences, which, along with my latent interests, have all just come together in this Beautiful way that's making me able to do my job really well. So, um, and I'm just being me. When when my friend Stacy was killed, I was like, she was killed at her desk. Like I better be bringing my whole self to my desk. I can't be doing a job that anybody could do. I can't just sit here and take that slot, the marketing manager at this company, to to fulfill a function anyone can do. I can't spend my life that way. I have to spend my life bringing whatever unique stuff I have to offer. I I just can't. Life's too short it's it, i i just have to do something and give back and all of that so
0: yeah i couldn't agree more it's totally even my brand is all about being unique being yourself never basic <laughs> <laughs> don't let anyone to dim your sparkle <laughs> nice i love it yeah yeah
2: and what is the best advice you ever received Um, The best advice I ever received is from my dad, who said, life is too short to be miserable. So that's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's absolutely true. And sometimes we do hold on on toxic relationships and not unfavorable jobs. (laughs) (laughs) We we have too much time left. Great. (laughs) Where can our listeners find you, your social handles, all your information?
2: Thank you. Well, first, and I just want to say at the end now, thank you so much for having me on. i am It's just so wonderful and I'm honored to have been selected. Uh, they can find me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and they should go to zibbymag.com, and that will allow them to discover all the amazing things we have going on.
0: I love it. Thank you so much, Zibby, for being my guest. I really appreciate you. Thank you. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day.